Saved by the Bell is an iconic TV series that centered around a group of friends and their somewhat daily activities. But over the last decade, we have been brainwashed, that's right, brainwashed into thinking the show's main character, Zach Morris, is the worst possible human being known to man. He seems to have hurt all the feelings of everyone who was not good looking nor popular. The YouTube show Zach Morris's Trash is very well thought out, but the premise seems to have singled out our hero, but it never points the finger at the rest of the cast for being trash. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to let you know that I'm going to back the Zach. The title of this Zach Morris's Trash episode is called The Time Zach Morris Gave Himself a Girl for Christmas. Now right there is telling you that this whole episode is going to overreach with any little thing that he can find on there to fill up the five minutes of video that he needs. And yes, I'm talking about the creator. And later on, I'm going to get into why this guy just bothers me so much. I shouldn't be like this. I shouldn't be so overcritical over a satire YouTube show. No, I shouldn't be like this. But you know what? I am. I am because there's a little bit more that bothers me about the show's creator. Now, I'm not going to mention him by name because he doesn't deserve it. But I will say this. He is pandering to this whole new generation of people who see everything wrong in everyone's Entertainment. Everyone's entertainment that grew up in the 80s or the 90s. They seem to pick apart every little piece of everything there. Whether it's music, whether it's movies, whether it's TV shows, anything. They just love to get offended by any of these things. And they're like, well, hey, wait a minute. I don't like this. This person was whatever you want to call him. And this whole show needs to be taken off the air. No, it does not. So the creator of this show seems to have singled out Zach Morris, as I said in the intro. He singled him out because Zach is an easy target. He is a teenage boy who is still learning, who doesn't know too much of right and wrong. And sure, you're going to say, well, he's like a junior or senior in high school. Does he know? Did you know anything when you were a junior and senior in high school? No. So don't try to act like you are better than Zach Morris because we have all been there. The original title of this Saved by the Bell episode is actually called Home for Christmas. It's a two-part episode that aired in December of 1991. Now, the whole premise of this two-part, I guess, miniseries, I don't even know what you would call it, is the fact that Zach is generally interested in the girl that he bumps into at the mall. He seems to pursue her in a non-creepy way, only to find out that, well, hey, she's homeless. Her and her dad have nowhere to stay. They, they have nothing. So Zach does everything in his power to try to help these people out. And at the end of the episode, Zach and his family, they open up their doors and their home so that this man and his daughter can get back on their feet. Now, is there anything wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with the way I worded that? No, because that's exactly what happened. But in Zach Morris's trash, he seems to point out that Zach bumps into this girl And just does not stop stalking her. We'll start off from the beginning. Screech has a doll that he is going to give to these children at the the hospital. 
the doll seems to wet himself and screech, and, you know, they have to go to the bathroom to go dry up. They meet a homeless man there. Now, the homeless man looks like Oscar from Hey Arnold. You can go ahead and Google both of those. You'll find out exactly what I'm talking about. But the homeless man is shaving, and in the YouTube episode, he points out that Zach is just pretty much ridiculing this man for shaving in the bathroom. So Zach goes ahead and puts $3 into the payphone there and tells him, hey, Merry Christmas, sir. Now, the creator goes ahead and he says, well, Zach gave him a whopping $3, a whopping $3. Now, let's let's get this one thing straight. Zach didn't have to give this man shit. And first things first, why why are there payphones inside of the bathroom? How unsanitary is that? There, the man is literally washing his face, shaving, and there's a payphone right directly across from that. This is unsanitary. I'm just not even going to get into how bad that is. But Zach didn't have to give this man anything. And then he says that Zach gave him a smug look. A smug look and said, Merry Christmas. No, Zach did a good thing. He took money that he probably could have bought. I don't know what the hell you could buy in 1991 with $3. Uh, I was like fucking seven at the time. But you get what I mean. It's just $3. He didn't have to give the man anything. No, nobody wanted him to give him $8,000 or 300 bucks. No, that, that means nothing. You give what you can. Zach had $3, gave him $3. Now, like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. So Zach meets Laura, the girl he bumps into, and she she's hungry. She's very hungry because obviously she's homeless. She hasn't eaten. So she starts eating all, all Zach's food. Well, guess what? In this YouTube episode, we are told that, well, hey, Zach is, he keeps feeding her, he keeps feeding her. He's not putting the dots together. Really? Is she supposed to just come out and say, hey, I'm homeless? Please feed me? No. Nobody's going to get those clues. When I met my wife, all she did was eat. I didn't sit and say, wow, you must be homeless because you're so hungry. No, that doesn't work out that way. Then Zach proceeds to say, and I can see where this might be wrong, but he's not lying. Zach says, oh, I gave some homeless man money. I hope he doesn't spend it on, on beer or anything like that. And Laura gets upset and she walks off. Now, is Zach guilty of something? No. But, well, maybe yes. He's telling the truth. How many homeless people have you all met out there? I, I live in San Antonio, Texas, and this place is riddled with homeless. I don't know which ones are real or which ones are, are just acting it out. I've seen some that have more money than I do. And let's put thing, one thing straight. Where I live is not the best of places in this city. So when I see a homeless person, I really don't give them any money anymore. Why? Because, like I said, they a lot of times they have more money than I do. And I don't trust fat homeless people because it's obvious that they're not starving. Let me give you a quick story about a homeless man. I feel like I'm going off the rails here, but let me... I had a homeless man come up to my window. Now, I went to go to the, like, a, a small restaurant, like a Chili's, and we were waiting outside for our food. We were at a curbside, me and my wife. Guy walks up to the car homeless obvious and he has a whole tray full of banana bread bangs on my window i wrote down the window to ask what he needed 
He says, hey, I'm trying to sell this banana bread to feed my family. I blatantly looked at him and said, well, feed him the banana bread. This bastard got upset with me. How the fuck are you going to sell food to make food? It makes no sense. And where the hell did you get this banana bread? You obviously had money to buy the ingredients. So when Zach makes the assessment of, well, well, I hope this guy doesn't spend it on booze because I've seen them spend it on blowjobs. You know, yeah, blatantly. I'm, I'm not. This isn't made up. I've seen them just do things. Not that I'm sitting there gawking and watching. It's just that there's a ton of traffic where I live. So it's not common for me to stop and just look around and say, oh, wow. Look at that home. Look at that homeless guy. He's having more fun than I am. <laughs> Boy, am I getting in trouble. And I'm so glad that my significant other is not listening to this. But Zach goes to Laura and he explains, hey, I'm sorry. I don't know anything about homeless people that much. And it's true. Zach grew up privileged. He had a lot of money. He doesn't know. To Zach, in his own words, the poor family is the one that didn't have cable. So is it really his fault that he doesn't know any better? Is it really his fault that he's making a fair assessment about giving away money to some dude who was shaving in the bathroom? No, there's nothing wrong with that. At all. So throughout the rest of this episode, we have other things that the gang is going through. Slater works for a wrapping center that wraps gifts and he sucks he he completely sucks i don't know how bad this dude is he's really is a dumb jock the homeless man walks up and says hey son let me help you wrap that and he sucks too all he did was tie a bow i mean seriously like like and, and lisa's sitting there entertaining him because it was lisa's gift that he was wrapping and she's like oh wow this looks beautiful when the whole wrapping paper looked like it was chewed up this man sucks. Uh, I don't know how many times I have to say that. Slater gives him a roll of uh, wrapping paper and some bows and says, Here, Merry Christmas. The homeless guy walks off and faints. Now, it is to be thought that he fainted because he didn't have any food in his stomach. But let's, uh, let's have a conspiracy theory here and say that, was Zach right? Was he drinking? Maybe he passed out because he was drunk. Or maybe he had a little bit of too much of a nose candy and, and OD'd. We don't know. So in this Zach Morris's trash episode, we are told that, oh, this homeless man passes out and nobody gives a shit. But they do. Because he is taken to the one hospital that, the, that Zach and his friends are going to. So is it that they're, that they're not caring? No, it's just that so happened that it's a coincidence the guy was taken to the same hospital that they were going to visit to give gifts to kids. That shit, like I said, it is, this whole Zach Morris's trash series is an overreach. It really is. But we're going to keep on going here. The whole gang, they give gifts to the kids, they sing Christmas carols, and Zach has uh, a thing of cookies. And he says, hey, Lisa, where's the homeless man at that fainted? I want to give him these cookies. But in the YouTube series, we're going to call it the YouTube series, so I don't have to keep calling it Zach Morris's trash. So from here on out, the YouTube series is what it's going to be called now. So in the series, he's uh, saying that Zach gave him leftover stale cookies. Bullshit. 
Zack wanted to give him cookies because he knew he was there. So Zack opens the door and finds out that Laura and that old man are related, their father and daughter. Once again, the series says, well, hey, he still didn't know that it was her. How the fuck are you supposed to know these things? No. He opens the door and sees a girl that he was flirting with all day with the homeless man that he gave money. Is he supposed to be some sort of super sleuth? Is he out there finding Carmen San Diego or looking for where's Waldo? No, he's not a detective. Stop acting like he's supposed to know all these things. She didn't throw out any hints. All she said was, well, hey, you know, me and my father travel a lot and, uh, you know, I'm kind of hungry. This doesn't mean anybody's homeless. No, not at all. So for him to say, oh, that's her father, you dingus. No, dude. Zach's not. He's a teenage guy who went out of his way to give a homeless man money and then went to go donate toys and play Santa for some sick kids in a hospital. But you want to call him trash. That's right. I think I feel like I'm getting a little worked up here and I shouldn't because this whole thing is is, is it's fake. The, the, the YouTube series is satire. I shouldn't be getting upset. But you know what? If this dude can point out the bad, then I'm going to point out the good. So in Home for Christmas Part 2, then this is the second part because it left, I guess, on a cliffhanger on Part 1 when Zach finds out that Laura and Frank, which is the homeless man's name, their father and daughter. So in part two, Zach invites them over for dinner. They obviously have a big, nice dinner. And in the YouTube series, they make it seem like Zach is asking all the wrong questions. Well, hey, we're not used to people that eat a lot. Or we're not, we're not used to this. Or we're not used to different types of people. And it's true. They're not. This is not their fault. They open their doors and their hearts to a man and his daughter who have nothing but yet you still want to call them trash. I feel like I'm going to re- re- be like repeating myself, but it is the truth. Then they make it seem awkward that Zach asks, hey, how did you become homeless? Well, hell shit, I want to know too. As a viewer and maybe as a person, if I'm opening my house to somebody and they're telling me they're homeless, is it wrong for me to ask? Hey, you know, what happened? How, uh, you know, Zach was very sympathetic in this. He didn't make it awkward. He just looked and he looked very concerned and say, you know what, why? Why did you become homeless? And Frank goes and tells him, you know, wherever he was working, they shut down and, you know, he lost his job and he's been trying to get back on his feet. It didn't work out that way. If you're still with me through all my BS, I really appreciate it, but let's keep on plowing through. In both parts of Home for Christmas, we learned that Jesse is a photographer for the mall Santa. Kelly and Laura are actually working at Mr. Moody's clothing store for men. Zach's mom is organizing a Christmas carol play to be held inside the middle of the mall. Laura wants to be part of that play. She asks Mr. Moody, who is an asshole of a boss, so his last name is extremely fitting. And he asks her, hey, can I be in this play? She tells her no. Zach goes and finesses his way and now... You know, Laura is in this play. 
Kelly, on the other hand, sees that Laura takes off out of the store to go get prepared and wants to buy a sports coat that's on a mannequin for Laura as a secret gift. Mr. Moody finds out that Laura is homeless and he automatically assumes that she stole. Now, the play in itself is hilarious because Zach's plan was to have Mr. Moody's store be advertised throughout the whole thing, which is just great. I don't know what type of English accents that they were trying to do. Uh, Lisa and Kelly, they, they were just Jesse. They, they were just the whole. They all sucked at making accents. And is there anything wrong with that? Oh, well, I'm not expecting them to be the best of actors because, hey, guess what? It's saved by the bell. I don't think it was there to be praised for his acting abilities. Laura gets accused, obviously, of stealing the coat. They go and look for her, and they find out that her and her dad are living in a car. Now, Zach and his mom are offering their home until these two get on their feet. Zach Morris is not trash by any means. He is obviously young and dumb, and he's trying to figure out life. So for them to point out all of his little flaws is completely wrong. And this whole thing of, oh, well, we never see these two characters again, Laura and Frank, and because they probably fucking killed themselves. And that is what the creator of this YouTube series says. It, it Obviously, a lot of people killed themselves then because every character, every special guest seems to never come back again. I can go and rattle off names like Eric. Jesse's brother or just or or, or JB Slater's sister or Kelly's sister or just a lot of people Roberta fucking Screech's mom like a lot of these characters don't really come back too much anymore and for every episode to end off with well they fucking killed themselves this dude is full of shit and you know what else is full of shit now I'm upset now this has broke my back oh I'm hurt the creator of Zach Morris is trash, and I'm only going to mention his name once. I shouldn't have to mention his name at all. I really didn't want to, but I want you all to be familiar. And if you see his name, you already know that whatever he's connected to is straight garbage. His name is Dashiell Driscoll. That's it. And I know I shouldn't be taking things this seriously, but you know what? I'm a little amped up on energy drinks, and I'm just going to go for it. So, here we are. So, this guy has a podcast named Zach to the Future, and it's a great concept. I'm not going to lie. I can't hate on the guy for this one, but he has Zach Morris himself, Mark Paul Gossler, as a guest. Every episode is both of them, and they cover... Each episode as they aired and Mark Paul goes out and gives, you know, some some trivia, some backstage stuff, you know, how he feels about certain scenes, what what he was going through. But if you listen to him, he seems so uninterested because the host and I've already mentioned his name grills him about certain things. This isn't. Zach Morris is trash. You are literally talking to the legend himself. And what are you doing? You're making this man feel like he's on eggshells. Mark Paul cannot go out and say how he actually felt. He cannot say that he enjoyed 
a certain episode. He cannot say that he had fun filming a certain scene because the host right there treats it like a Zach Morris is trash and says, well, hey, you're laughing at Zach's misogyny. You really think that it's a good time? You had a great time filming this scene, but this scene was picking on people? No. To the host, you are full of shit. I feel like Mark Paul has some sort of contract to where he's got to do this. Because if you listen to it in his voice, he doesn't want to be there. He's got to walk on eggshells because the man doesn't want to get canceled. Now, there's nothing wrong with, with his acting abilities or anything. It's just he doesn't have the longevity in TV shows, if, if that makes any sense. Every show that he's been on seems to have gotten canceled. So Saved by the Bell right now, this little revival that they're having on the Peacock Network, it, it, it's his bread and butter right now. So he's got to watch what he says. And I get it. Everybody's out there with fucking pitchforks and torches to try to burn this guy. But for the host to say that he's a super fan, the dude even writes some of the stuff that's on these episodes. I'm pretty sure he was the man behind that shitty Dustin Diamond uh, tribute that they had at the beginning of the second season. That was fucking garbage. You know, Dustin Diamond may not have been the most well-liked guy. Yeah, sure, he had problems. Yeah, sure, you know, he kind of went off the rails a little bit and wrote a book of a whole bunch of fiction. But he apologized. He manned up. He was trying to make things better. I feel like he only made the better connection with Mario Lopez and everybody else kind of shunned him out. But when he died, when he passed away, everybody acted like they were a Dustin Diamond fan. All these Saved by the Bell pages, that's it, I'm done. All these Saved by the Bell pages are now posting up tributes. Oh, we miss Dustin Diamond. I am such a huge fan of Screech. Oh, God, do I hate when they misspell Screech. Or when they say Dustin Diamonds with an S. The dude, like, like if you're such a big fan, I, I, I feel like I'm gatekeeping here. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, David's being a gatekeeper. Oh, you shouldn't be like this. You're being, you're being a jerk. No, this is all the truth. These are true feelings here. If there's anything that you want to listen to in a podcast, you want to hear true feelings. And that's where this is coming from. Everybody became a Dustin Diamond fan this the moment he passed away. Just like everybody became a DMX fan when he died, or just anybody that dies and that nobody's really paid attention to, that, that, that has fallen off the radar. As soon as they pass away, all of a sudden it's rest in peace. I miss you. Oh, you were such a legend part of the show. But everybody on those Saved by the Bell pages were trashing Dustin Diamond for months, for years. He passes away and all of a sudden everybody misses him. Oh, go eat shit. And I feel like the tribute that was probably written by the creator of this series, the, the, it, it was garbage. They gave him basically like three minutes, three minutes, three freaking minutes for a character, a legendary nerd character that is up there in the upper echelons with Urkel, with just all these other losers that are in TV shows. Screech was right at the top, right there. The, the, the character stood the test of time. He was in Good Morning, Miss Bliss. He was in Saved by the Bell, Saved by the Bell, the college years, Saved by the Bell, the new class. The man just kept on going. And for them to give him a couple minutes, I knew it had to have been written by this dude. It had to have been because everything he touches is garbage. Everything he touches is garbage. I, I feel like I said, I feel bad. 
for Mark Paul because he's got to tiptoe around every single answer because if he says the wrong thing, this dude's going to blast him out and then it'll be on all the all the, the, the rumor sites and everything like that. It's just, no. Zach Morris is not trash. Zach Morris should never be considered trash. This creator has, like I said, a grudge. A, a, a super grudge against it. And for him to call himself the super fan is beyond bullshit. Now my rant's already done. I feel like I've already lost half of you. And uh, I'm just upset now. Like I said, I shouldn't be upset at a show that was a satire as the YouTube series. I shouldn't be upset at this man for making his money. But I feel like he's holding Zach Moore's hostage. I'm going to go out on a limb. I, I shouldn't be pinpointing people out. And no, I'm not doing this to get my name out there. I, I'm just really fed up. I'm fed up with this, this whole situation. Yeah, sure, you can count it as, oh, well, any fandom is a toxic fandom. Look at this guy. He's a, he's a toxic fan or he's a gatekeeper. You shouldn't be like that. No, I'm going to be like that. I am going to be like that. And if you're still with me, once again, I really do appreciate that. You can catch me at on well actually on my Instagram, which will be linked in the show's description. Also, I'm gonna be linking the Zach Morris's trash episode in this whole description thing as well. And if I can find the podcast link, I'm gonna do it for it too. Even though I dislike this guy, I'm still gonna promote him so you guys can see can see or hear and try to compare everything that I'm saying towards his. And I think I'm finally done here. I'll see you guys next time. <laughs>